Lord Jesus, we come before you, our good healer today, asking that whatever burden we are carrying, you would take away from us. Help us to hear your voice during this time. And may I speak in the words that you would have us to hear. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Bent over for 18 years. What do you see? What don't you see? How do people treat you? Do they avoid you altogether? She's become accustomed to her illness. For 18 years, this woman must strain to see the sun, to see the sky, to see the stars. For 18 years, her world has been one of turning from one side to the other in order to see what those who stand upright can see with just a glance. She's used to this, and no one questions her fate. Considering this incredible story of healing, a new beginning, it's interesting that neither the woman nor anyone on her behalf asked Jesus for healing. She appears in the synagogue just like everyone else, and with no prompting and without request, Jesus, the good healer, sees the woman, calls out to her, declares that she is healed, and lays his healing hands upon her. Immediately, she stood up straight and began praising God. What happens to her upon her healing? How do things look from this new posture, the posture that you and I take for granted? How does her life radically change from that moment forward? Certainly, everything now is different. I wonder if you can imagine showing up for church one Sunday, say today, and through the power of God's grace, everything in your life becoming new. Now Luke and the other gospel writers share numerous stories of Jesus' power to heal physical, emotional, and spiritual wounds. You see, they were convinced that God created everything good and that Jesus' mission in the world as Savior and Messiah was to restore the entire person to right relationship with God. It has always been a mistake of the church to separate or to try to separate the material from the spiritual. And this only ever leads to unnecessary suffering. God loves every bit of you, even the messy bits even the bits that don't work like they should. This woman is tragically broken, and Jesus heals her. Not because her disability in any way keeps her from relationship with God, but because God does not desire that we suffer. Jesus, the good healer, can restore us to health in body, in mind, and in spirit. Now, when Jesus heals this suffering woman in the church of his day, people got upset. Jesus does something new. He does something exciting, but for some of the people present, it's something scary. Now, from our perspective today, and certainly from the woman's perspective, who'd suffered for 18 years, Jesus does something amazing. 
but it challenges those people who had gotten used to church being done in a certain way. Now, after Jesus does this awesome and holy thing, he's forced to argue with the detractors about Sabbath law. And Jesus has no interest in this conversation in any way trying to overturn the law. Rather, his interpretation was part of an ongoing uh, debate about Sabbath law. But this episode is much, much more than a debate about the interpretation of Scripture. This is about the inbreaking of God's kingdom on earth. This is what God's kingdom is like. People are restored to wholeness and to health. Today, I wonder if you and I, like the bent over woman, can see the world and our God from a fresh perspective. I wonder if we too can feel the overpowering love of God in our lives. God's love transforms us. God's love enables us to walk upright. God's love enables us to see the world through the lens of one who is saved and healed. I wonder if we can trust and the new things that God is doing even now, even if they're different, even if they're scary. When I was nearing my sixth birthday, I'd been ill all summer and finally got in to see my pediatrician. And immediately we were sent to the hospital And after seven IV attempts, they finally got one in. I remember being very upset that after all of that, my dinner was cold. (laughs) I spent several days in the hospital in my hometown and eventually received a diagnosis. It seems that probably since my birth, my kidneys had been battling infections. And it took six years to figure this out. So by the time it was discovered, my kidneys were very poorly Uh, functioning and in really bad shape. Now, through the medical miracle of antibiotics and a surgical procedure, um, I've not had any kidney infection since that time. But you can imagine that each and every day of my childhood, I just went around like a normal kid, not knowing that I was nearing death closer and closer every day. See, the woman who's been over for 18 years grew accustomed to her illness. I didn't even know I had one. Many of us are suffering from spiritual illnesses as well. And we've become accustomed to those illnesses, those things that cause us to suffer in our lives and in our faith. And yet in this church, we believe in healing. We believe in healing in body and mind and in spirit. We believe that in the praying and laying on of hands and anointing with oil that God shows up and healing happens. If any of you are struggling with an illness of body, of mind, or of spirit, or you know another person who might be, I want to invite you today to, after this service is over, to come forward, and Father Bob and I will be here to administer the sacrament of unction, to receive the anointing of oil and the laying on of hands. Join our prayer team after you receive communion and let them know how they can pray for you. Join us each Wednesday at 10 a.m. in the Bishop Moore Chapel when we have a service of healing, anointing, and Holy Eucharist. It's not always easy to admit that we are struggling with an illness, especially to those we might not know all that well. And especially if, like the woman in the story today, we've been struggling for a long time and have just grown used to having it. 
But God desires for all of God's children to be well, to be free from illness and pain. God wants each of us to be healthy in mind and body and spirit. I hope you'll accept this invitation to be healed through the transformative power of a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I pray that through the ministry of healing and reconciliation to which each and every one of us are called into, that God's kingdom will continue to break into our world and to heal it. May we all rejoice in the wonderful things that God is doing even now and even in this place. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you for Jesus' ministry of healing. And we thank you that you call each of us to a ministry of healing and reconciliation. Lord, we lift up in our hearts to you all the illnesses that we are personally facing and for those that we know who are suffering in mind, body, or spirit. We pray that you would give us courage to come before you, to ask for your mercy and your grace. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.